back in my days in the monastery, Father Gregory Dewar, now Abbot Gregory, former abbot at Mount Angel Abbey, would say, would utilize this particular gospel passage where Jesus sits down after hearing and proclaiming this word of the prophet Isaiah, he would make this proclamation. Today, this word has been fulfilled in your hearing. It's probably the shortest homily and best homily that could be offered of all time. You are not so lucky today to get that short of a homily. <clears throat> Because I just finished teaching, um, giving a presentation to our families who are preparing for their little ones to make their first Holy Communion. I just gave a talk just about the importance that Sunday is special. And for us to grow in a sense like, you know, that we have from the prophet Nehemiah today, just this sense that, you know, I want to feed, I want to be fed, I want to, I want to have, be taught by God's word. I need to be taught by God's word. This had me thinking, and I, and I gave an example of once when I was in the, in the monastery about how I used to just really struggle with particular priests. You ever had a priest you struggled with? And I'd struggle and I'm like, mm, he never has good homilies. I don't like him that much. Whatever, whatever it was, I would literally, I got so good that I could nap. I could nap throughout the whole of his homily. Closed down, shut down, take, because it was cool because, you know, we would all stand for the creed and I would feel my brothers moving and I would jump right up with them. And Father Simon taught me a lesson, an important lesson, that actually I was just sitting up here today during this mass I said, I've actually learned that lesson once before from Father John Pietro Gasparin, Father G. We would go on these youth retreats and one of the ways he would proclaim and he would teach the, the mass to us young people is he would have the reading read. Could you imagine this if this happened today after the reading was done? The lector sits down and then I sat from the chair and I asked you all, what did he just say? And all of us teenagers would be like, mm, I don't know. He said a lot. What did he say to you? Uh, I don't know. Read it again. He would read it again, three times, four times. We do the responsorial psalm twice, three times. Secondly, this mass went on. <laughs> but what he was teaching us is we have to come ready to receive the Lord in his word. We need to be taught. We need to hear him speak. Because when we are, one of the reasons why, the arguments I made for why Sunday is special, because something happens at mass. God speaks and teaches. We feed on him in his body and blood and we end up getting sent 
we come in here, and the very fact that we come in here, where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. We make up the body. This body that St. Paul is talking about to the Christians of Corinth. We make up this body, all of us different, all of us having a different role, but we are no less members of the body that need to know how to get through this world, that need to know how to deal with the tragedies that happen in life. Because they happen. And we don't always know what to do. We don't know how to respond. But God does. And he wants to strengthen us. He wants to feed us. We are called to be a people, not sad in this day, but for rejoicing in the Lord must be your strength. This rejoicing comes from being fed by just knowing what the Lord has taught us. I, t I made a, used an example of what happens, at, you know, many times in a month. And I've talked to a lot of my brother priests, and they have it too, where all of a sudden somebody will come into the confessional any particular Saturday, normal times. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. It has been 18 years since my last confession. What would you like to confess to the Lord? Boom, blah. They've been hanging on to stuff. They're hurting from stuff. They're needing healing from something that they truly came for that particular Saturday after 18 years. We don't know why came in for the healing that day. Only for me to sit there and go, that is exactly the gospel is going to deal with this weekend. Exactly. So I have to warn them. My homily was in the works before you came into the confessional. Do not think that this is all about you. But it kind of is this weekend. Welcome back. Or when I go outside after preaching a homily, after celebrating the Eucharist, I go out and I'm greeting people to have somebody go out and father. When you said A, B, and C, that just touched my heart. I just, that is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank you. And I know for a fact, I didn't say A, B, or C. <laughs> so I always respond. Give praise to God because he spoke to you. He spoke to you. This happens all the time. We can't nap through this. We should come prepared to be fed. We should be prepared to really learn from him how to get through this life. But what if, what if you do end up with a priest that you find annoying? You don't like listening to. What happens then? You know, does God stop speaking in his word? No. He still speaks. Is he going to make himself any less present on the, on the altar? No. So one of the prayers that I have made my friend, because believe it or not, living in a monastery and living amongst brother priests, 
I struggle with some of them too. One of my favorite prayers that I made a friend with in the monastery was this prayer that comes right after the priest's Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. This is after the bread and wine have been brought forth, the altar has been prepared. We're getting ready to engage this incredible miracle that's going to happen in front of us. It happens every Mass. But I'm struggling with this guy. He's getting in my way. He's in my thoughts. This isn't good. And we respond, may the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and for the, and for the good of all his holy church. I learned to make a friend with that prayer because that it allows me to pray for him for whom I struggle to be everything he needs to be for me, for us, and for the church of the whole world. That prayer has been a game changer for me to be able to really allow myself to settle in, to be taught, to be fed, and to be sent. And it doesn't even matter which particular priest or bishop is the celebrant. He speaks, God speaks, God feeds, God sends. And I also think that God has been teaching me, at least over this past decade, some very valuable lessons about the care that is required for this body that St. Paul is talking about. From the very beginning of the church, right here in Corinth, right here today, St. Pius X, 2022, the body struggles in its unity. I'm the hand. I don't like the foot. I don't belong to this body. Or I don't want that member belonging to this body. I think over the past 10 years, one of the lessons God has been teaching me is shining a light on my own brokenness so that I can be more aware of my need to be reconciled and and myself be kept safe and in union with his body. And almost on the heels of that awakening came the importance and the acceptance, the responsibility for me to realize that I also need to be a reconciler. I need to be able to work on my openness and of my connectedness to the member that I'm struggling with. 
And those members have names. And I'm finally growing in my capacity to truly understand that for those members who have names, who I have somehow, some way decided or desired to cut myself off from, I can't. And one of the questions my spiritual director asked me when I was really struggling with a, with a brother over this past year, he said, because my basic response is, I don't need them. I can do my thing here. They can do their things there. I don't need them. I don't need to be in union. My spirit director looks at me, knows me, and goes, you know, I believe you when you say that. And I believe you can sleep like a baby after saying it. But are you as comfortable, if we can put this in a different context, which is that you and your brother, who are both members of this body, you're not at peace with each other. Are you able to see where you're, this division is hurting the church? Can you sleep now? Sunday's special. Every single one of us needs to be taught fed and strengthened so that when we're sent we can truly be that presence of his hands, his feet his voice, his heart to our world but we need to be here to be trained and strengthened first first